this chazar is echinesh b'chazar b'chazar a price says if an ox worth 200, Gordon ox also worth 200, and caused a damage, a decrease in value of 50, and the value of the injured ox then rose to 400, but had it not been injured, the value would have risen to 800, the mazik still has to pay for half the damage as it was at the time of the damage, meaning half of 50. If after the injury, the injured ox's value continued to decrease, the mazik must pay half of the decrease of its value at the time that the ox is brought to Bezden. If the value of the damaging ox rose, the mazik still only pays half of the damage as it was at the time of the injury. And the nizik can't say that effectively he owns one-eighth of the animal, meaning it was worth 200, and uh, he, he was owed uh, 25 from it. And he should therefore share in one-eighth of the increase in value. Now this seems far Bishmol, who says that the Nizik has no rights of ownership in the damaging animal. If the value of a damaging party decreased, the Mazik only pays based on the value at the time that it was brought to Bez. And this seems far Kiva, who says that the Nizik becomes an owner of the damaging ox. Frech shall we say that in the last half of the price, the first part follows Rabbi Shmuel, and the last part follows Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi says, no, the entire thing follows Rabbi Kiva. The reason the Nizik does not share in the appreciation of value is because the case is discussing where the Mazik spent money fattening the ox, resulting in the increase in value. Since it was all at the Mazik's expense, only the Mazik benefits from the appreciation. In fact, if this is the case, that the owner fattened it and brought about the increase in value, then in the first half of the Mishnah, why does the Mishnah say that if the, in, that the injured ox increased in value, the Mazik must still pay for the decrease that he initially caused? The inc- that increase is only because the Nizik spent money to fatten it. So, of course, the Mazik may not benefit from that. Or Papa said the first half of the Mishnah can be talking about where the Nizik fattened the animal or where the animal's value appreciated on its own. The Chiddush is that even where it happened on its own, the Mazik must still pay for the initial decrease. The end of the Raisa can only be discussing the case of where the Mazik fattened his animal. Fracting why the Raisa said that if the value of the injured ox continued to depreciate, the Mazik must pay based on its value when it stands before Bezin. Why did it depreciate further? If it was due to work, why would the Mazik have to pay for that? Saravashi said... The case is where it continued to depreciate because of the injury it suffered from the Mazik's axe. Zuck, the next mission, if an axe that's worth 200, Gordon axe is also worth 200, and it killed it, with the uh, Nevela being worthless, or Mayor says, this is the case that the Pasuk is referring to when it says that they should sell the live axe and divide the money. Ryudu said, it's true that that's the halacha, but that can't be what's meant by the Pasuk, because the Pasuk continues and says, and they should also divide the dead one, which in this case doesn't apply. Rather, the Pasuk is referring to the case where an axe worth 200, Gordon axe that was also worth 200, killing Ataka, but the Nevela is worth 50. In this case, the Nizik and the Mazik each take half of the live ox and half of the dead ox. Zaktimara Bryce says if an ox worth 200, Gordon ox also worth 200, and he killed it, and the Nevela is worth 50, the Nizik and the Mazik each take half of the live ox and half of the dead ox. Rabbi Huda says this is the case that's referred to in the Pasuk by the Torah. Rabbi Meir says that this is not the case. Rather, the case that's referred to in the Pasuk is where the ox is worth 200, Gordon ox is also worth 200, where the Nevela is worth is worth zero. That's the case regarding which the Pasuk says they shall sell the live ox and divide the money. If so, how are we to, un- to understand the next part of the Pasuk that says they should also divide the dead one? It means to teach that half of the depreciation of the animal between the time it was alive and the time that it was killed is paid to the Nizik from the value of the light animal. For acting more, according to Ramey and Rabbi Yehuda, the Nizik and Mazik are ending up with the same amount of money. So what's the difference between them? Rava said, the Machlaikis is, who must bear the loss for further depreciation of the Nevela after the time of death? Ramey says, it's the loss of the Nizik. Rabbi Yehuda says that the Mazik must bear half of that loss. Abaye asks, if that's true, that would mean that according to Rabbi Yehuda, a time is being treated more stringently than a Mu'ad, because a Mu'ad does not bear any of the loss of further depreciation of the Nevela. Although we find that Rabbi Yehuda has a higher standard of guarding a time than a Mu'ad, we'll see later on in the Gemara, but that's 
that's with, but with regard to payment, Rabbi Huda clearly says in a brisa that it must be that a time is treated more leniently than a wood. And for the more rather, Rabbi Yechanan said, Machlech between Rabbi and Rabbi Huda is regarding a case where the Nevela appreciates in value after the time of death. Rabbi Meir holds that appreciation is totally for the benefit of the Nizik. And Rehuda says that the Mazik is entitled to the benefit from half of that increase. In fact, we find that Rehuda holds this way because in Abraisa he states that one would possibly think that a Mazik can make money off the damage if the value of the Nevela is more than the value of the animal that the animal was worth when it was alive. However, we will not allow a Mazik to make money from his damage, and a, and a Pusik teaches this as well. Now, the base of even thinking to say a Mazik can make money if the Nevela increases in value dramatically is only because Rehuda holds that the Mazik shares half of the increase in the value of the Nevela when it reduces his payment. According to Rabbi Huda, who says that they must split the value of the live and the dead acts, it's possible that the Tom would pay more than half the damages. It can't be right because we know from the Psukim that a Tom only pays half damage. And Rabbi Huda would agree with her mayor that the Torah means that the Nizik is only entitled to half the damage, which was gotten from the sale of the Tom ox. He learns this from the Pasuk of Vigam Esames Yechetsun. Although Rabbi Huda previously dashed this Pasuk differently, he would say that the extra word Vigam teaches that the payment is limited to half the damage. And the Pasuk can also teach that the Mazak shares in the appreciation of the Nevela, as we learned previously. Zuck, the next mission, is a person who is chayyah for the action of his ox, but putter for the ak- his own action. And a person who is putter for the action of his ox is chayyah for his own action. How is this so? If someone's ox embarrassed someone, the owner is putter. But if he himself embarrassed someone, he's chayyah. If an ox blinded his slave or knocked out the tooth of a slave, he'd be putter from letting him go free. But if he himself did that, he would be chayyah and have to let him go free. If someone's ox wounded the owner's father or mother, he'd be chayyah to pay. But if he himself did so, he'd be putter because of Kimla Bidrabim, he'd be chayyah Misa. If his ox set a pile of grain on fire on Shabbos, he would be chayyab. But if he himself did so, he'd be putter again because he'd be chayyab misa. Come, lebed the rabbi mineh.